17 of the RSL Random Fan Podcast. I am your host, one of them, Brand Global, joined by... <laughs> I'm Brennan. <laughs> and Tyler. So, jumping into the game. It's, it's a little bit more fun to do a podcast after they win a game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be nicer. A little bit nicer, but still fun. What about fun. when they choke and lose it right at the end? <laughs> Is that a fun podcast to listen to? Hopefully. Hopefully. Spoiler alert. Oh, man, I just gave it all away, guys. Oh, man, that's, uh, that's clear at the end of the game. Hopefully people don't watch, like, listen to this podcast to see what the score is. You know what I mean? Like, they've already seen the game. Right? Because we're probably terrible at that. Oh, we reveal so much. We have so many giveaways that we would be horrible at, like, a, a podcast on t- TV shows, right? Or the latest Marvel movie. Right? Ah, shoot! We got a special release, you know, we Us saw Mark week before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'd be terrible. So, we'll start with the starting lineup. It was the fourth Third or fourth game in a row with the same starting lineup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zach McMath uh, across the back. McMath. Brody Silva Glad Herrera. Mm-hmm. Miram Ruiz Lafelson Chang. And Cordova and Wood. Few changes on the bench, though. We had still had Keblon, Kapelhoff, Sava, Reno, Caldwell. Broken Beak Beasler. Deviated Beasler. Luis <laughs> Gomez and the brand new signing, 18 year old. Luna. Diego Luna. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite people, favorite players. Gomez? Yes, Gomez. Our backup goalkeeper that no one's ever heard of because he's never actually played? <laughs> oh, wait. No, no, no. No, Anderson Julio. Mm-hmm. So nice to have him back. So let's get into the game. How, did it go the way you expected? <laughs> I kind of... I kind they had so of, many players out, like yeah. on international duty and whatnot. They were playing Burhalter's kid. I mean, he's a player, you can tell. He, he gets out there and gets after it. I don't think he's a difference maker in that game, but, you know, there we go. Uh, they had a couple other international players, but, man, I, I think this is a game we should have won. Yeah, Four regulars out mm-hmm. for them, mm-hmm. and perhaps... We were reading the headlines or not being really ready. I expected them to come out and take it to Vancouver. Yeah, and it was get there for us. It. it was there for us. And the first 10 minutes, Vancouver was all over us. They had, they had us pinned back, it seemed like, the first 8, 10 minutes. Yeah, I don't know if it, that, that was just the away, you know, being away and not being too comfortable. But I don't know. kind of sucked. I think it's the turf. We should blame it on the worst surface in MLS. Oh my gosh, it's terrible. Did you did you watch the ball though? If you watch the ball, you'd see it skip sometimes. Other times, it would hold up. I'm just, uh, it was horrible. It's a yeah. bad field. Bad field. Yeah, I don't know what you what you do about that, other than get a better pitch. But then well, both teams have to play on it. So. Sure, that's true. Just like Hunter High back in the day, we had puddles in weird places and bumps and holes and. You know, they didn't take care of our field because it was just the football practice field. You, you know went what to I mean? Hunter? Yeah. You're not a Cypress guy? We played under the power lines, bro. <laughs> That's how old school we are on, on this podcast. We played oh. under the power lines. You know when people make that joke? Did you live under power lines as a kid? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's what I always ask. But yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, we, we had uh, a nice practice field that was sloped in an odd way. There was no pitch. That's why I never played on. Yeah, the when pitch. I went to Hunter, we had a pitch. 
I never got to play on it because, you know, I had shin splints. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, thanks for bringing up that soft spot. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think the field does um, play to a certain level of grittiness. If, If you're playing on a bad field and you have a gritty team, you can kind of grit stuff out. And I think Real went into this game thinking that they could be the grittier team. And, you know, it got a little chippy in a few moments here and there. But I think, by and large, we thought we would be gritty but classier. And we it was there for us in multiple occasions, I think. And we didn't take advantage of our chances as well as we wanted to. And it ended up getting to us in the end. Yeah, and it wasn't too bad. I'm just thinking about it. Remind me of the NYC-FC-FC game. Oh, boy. Right. RSL had a great start to the season. They were feeling really good about themselves. Mm-hmm. They go into New York City and just get spanked, pummeled. And perhaps that's kind of where they are now. They were, anyway, they were feeling a little bit good about themselves. They come in and we're not expecting a team to, mm. even with with all of the the injuries and the, the four players are out, sometimes psychologically you just take one step back, your intensity, um, ratchets down just a little bit because you think oh, all right we can go in there we can play our game as opposed to going in uh say somewhere like seattle portland or somewhere where you know you're going to get somebody's best game i don't know if they were expecting that from um <laughs> your headphones are on vancouver. <laughs> from vancouver <laughs> oh no wonder that's why <laughs> that's where you can hear yeah stuff. just like <laughs> like if you're doing a podcast with your headphones on backwards yeah. right? no. it oh, just no. feels different l, l stands for left put your hands out in front which one says l <laughs> wait you have to put your hands towards you or no away oh, from you i don't know see then well then the i can hear you guys so oh yeah you can hear us just fine oh good well, no. okay so good. to counter that i don't think i had i never had that feeling for them i felt like we were pretty confident going in yeah well, that was uh, the point that was the point i think we were confident but, but during the game, we were confident. I mean, first half, we had 60% possession. Yeah. I mean, I think I think we had a plan, and we were we were doing just fine. I think, um, spoiler alert, I think that first goal was a floof. You know what I mean? Like, that was not that yeah. was not expected. I don't feel like they deserve that. It was kind of a terrible toss. I mean, he did kind of have a tilted throw. I don't know the rule on that. I don't know the new rules on those. Yeah. You, and you his foot was up, right? Obviously, yeah. You can't pick your foot up. But they right. don't. They don't ever watch that anymore. And that's fair. You know, I'm not. I'm not saying that should be called back. And I definitely don't think it should have gone to review for something silly like that that they never call anyway. Um, but yeah. Yeah, we just got to be more diligent in the box. I mean, those set pieces. We can't be so relaxed. You know, we're yeah. not just guarding only one person. We're a full team guarding the box. And you can tell by the uh, McMath's face. He's like, "Yo, that was not. That's not acceptable by any means. That's that's a." I, he, yeah, he's usually not demonstrative like that. He's not normally the guy that's going to be like yelling. What are you guys doing? Cut that off, and, you know. But but you know, communicate. But I think goalies that are really demonstrative give a bad name to their team, you know. So I'm glad that he <coughs> is the way he is. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you know, uh, and and I like that. But yeah, he was not happy after that play. No, no, and it deservedly so. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little frustrating. It felt like they, they were really poised over the ball. They had a plan, and they stuck to it. They moved the ball pretty well for being on crappy turf. But Yeah, there, there were multiple times in the game where it was like, okay, we're trying to draw them out. And in the first half, I was like, they're just parking the bus in the first half yeah, at felt, home? It, this game kind of sucks. That's what I was thinking. 
Yeah, it was not incredibly fun to watch. No. And it was the second game where RSL has had the possession, but they they were just begging RSL to keep the ball. They were not interested in doing anything other than trying to break on a counter. Yeah, very sluggish play when they had the ball. Yeah, it, it, it was almost like there was hacking going on. You know, anytime they got beat, they'd just push or shove or pull. or. And I thought the ref was a little too slow for yellow cards for them based upon how the game was going. And then he was kind of quick with Aaron Herrera. Like, you know, Aaron's yellow card, I think that was a bit harsh. Yeah, he was coming back. And yeah, the guy was ahead of him. But Glad and Silva and Brody were all back. It was just on the wrong side. And I think, he, and, you know, that clearly showed in Aaron's face. He's like, what? F. No. No. It's like, I just fouled him from the wrong side. He wasn't breaking away, you know? And anyway, he was very frustrated with that first yellow, which would actually, spoiler alert, come back to haunt him. Yes, absolutely. So more thoughts. I mean, there, there's... It just, it just overall, the first half was just not... It wasn't exciting. It wasn't. It wasn't fun to watch. It was just very just blah. You know. It was. It was really. It's like fishing on a Wednesday. It's like just throwing your line out in the water. I don't know. Fishing to me is super boring. Sorry if I offended everyone on the podcast that loves fishing, but uh, all ten of our fans. Sorry if you love fishing, then. I don't know. Hit me up on Twitter about it, whatever. But you just sit there and you're like, ah, where's the fish, right? Like, where's the excitement in this game? I don't know. Just, I was not happy. And I kept making everyone around me slightly annoyed by <laughs> you talking know, about I really, it. I really do like the lineup that we have, the 4-4-2 with everybody that's in. Um, but like we were saying last time, you know, with Brody and Chang and even sometimes Wood. I just don't feel like they are that like aggressive players or just attacking players. I feel like if we had Savarino right off the start, right off the start, we had him in with the team, he's jiving, take out Chang, make Chang be the sub, and Savarino's in there, I feel that that's an entirely different game from the very start. Yeah, and yeah, I, think, I agree. I think I think the way he handles the ball, the way people react to him, you know, Aaron Herrera and him are a great duo. I love the way they they are always looking for each other, and it just it just feels that we have some sluggish positions. We have some really sluggish positions that aren't going to be able to go to that next level that we're going to be facing now. You know what I mean? Well, and I think that the one of the key components was. If the other team plays kickball, meaning kick the person, not the ball, right? When they're just playing kick person, uh, maybe that's a better name for it. KP. KP. When they're playing KP, kick person, which is opposite of a PK, whatever. Anyway, so back to KP. If they're just playing kick person, can we still win that type of a gritty game? Sometimes are, KP are gets you a enough? PK. That's pretty cool. I like right? that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Put that stamp on approval. Can we win that way, though? Can we be classier than them? Can we elevate above them and play at a higher level that will throw them off? And I thought at one point we, we were going to see that, and I thought it was most likely to happen from Cordoba. And then in the second half when uh, we got uh, the Severino in there, uh, I thought we were going to see it again. 
and it just never well, quite came. One thing I do think was a big struggle, not to jump to the second half or anything. Um, like you do. <laughs> like we do. Like you do. Like you do. Like hey, you we do. lost. Everybody knows. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> we lost? Wait, he was dead the whole time? <laughs> Um, Wait, you just spoiled the movie now, too. <laughs> what movie? The Sixth Sense. Well, now you did. Oh, uh, so anyways. Man. Well, I've, I've said it in the past, too. Bobby Wood's conditioning. It it felt like he got so gassed early. Because we're down 1-0, and we're in a pivotal point in the second half. Bobby Wood needs to be more energetic. He needs to have more legs. And realistically, if we had somebody else there... To sub off and have fresh legs up top instead of, you know, subbing off Cordova for Luna. I mean, Luna looks great. Love that. But what was that second half? No, second yeah, half. <laughs> Once again, I'm sorry. This is just my... I know. Second yeah. half. First half. But Special overall, I feel like there are some weaknesses that we're, I think um, Pablo is finally seeing that they need to address. Because if we are going to go far in the playoffs, we need to be able to adapt to those types of situations. And this game is a huge learning game for us. And even Pablo was saying at the end of the game, you know, this is something where we're going to learn from this and, you know, take some time off and hopefully reset, blah, 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 like they always say. It's always generic. Have you ever noticed that? Like all the sports we, players? We're going we're gonna to get back to our basics and uh, and get back yeah. to kicking the ball. You, you know, know, we deserve to win this game. Yeah, you know? I felt like we deserved we, it. We had the fight. We had it, the drive. But uh, unfortunately, it just didn't work yeah. out for us. Proud of the guys. Proud of the guys. Proud of the guys. They played great. But, you know, you know, sometimes these things happen. Yeah. You know, it's the game of soccer is relentless. Yeah. Um, blah, blah. You never yeah. know. Yeah. But, you know, I think, <laughs> but I think we're starting to slowly see the strain that um, – some of these positions are playing on our overall outcome. And, I mean, Brody does get up the field. You know what I mean? There's a couple times where I'm like, hey, that's great. You know, as a, as a left back going all the way up, that's great. But you have to be able to do something when you go up there. You can't just be like, hey, I delivered this for you. Where do I send it to? I'm going to not get in a left-footed cross. Yeah, and I yeah, thought that... Chang was pretty absent this game. Do you agree? Disagree? Yeah, Chang disappeared. He had one great steal. And I was like, here it yeah, comes. Yeah. And then he kicked it right to their center back. And I was like, dude, he's on the other team. I don't know. That, that infuriates me. If you have a wide open pass and you play it to the other team and with no pressure on you, that just oh, frustrates me like no other. And I've played enough soccer to miss hit a ball. And I know what that feels like. And that feels like crap. I, I, I get that. But when you're a professional... <laughs> It just feels like you should be on a new level, right? Like you shouldn't miss hit that many balls right to the other team, especially with no pressure on you. Anyway, that, yep. that's what frustrated me throughout the game. We we talked about it a little bit last week, um, the the roster. Because one of the things that this is not the we, best roster. We can't right? keep saying that, though. Well, the point is that this is a team that plays well. They play well together, mm -hmm. but there are things that need to be improved. If at the end of the season we still have Brody and Miram and Chang starting, starting, then I think it's going to be difficult to. It's not a MLS Cup winning roster, no. But there are they are making improvements, and I'm really excited or curious to see how this team looks by the end of the season. But there are definitely some weak spots. Um, in in the lineup, yeah. yeah, and that's where I think the point is: just need to re 
I'm trying to keep a little bit of perspective and remember that. So when we do have these games, they're not going to win every game. But I don't get this sense that this team is going to let games get out of hand. Kind of like New York like, City. Uh, I think they're learn. There's a learning process, right? And they could have got frustrated in this game. And well, that's yeah. I totally agree with you. That was one thing when after you know when I was watching it and I saw them you know score the first goal. I didn't have. I wasn't scared. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it felt like it was still comfortable. They still had you know they still had their plan and they were doing things great, the commanding over the ball. It was kind of like oh, so they're going to win this one two one. You know what I mean? Like. That's the that's the vibe that you get from watching them because of how well they're playing, but you and know I love that vibe. I love that for them. Yeah, and it's it's I mean, not something us, I don't. I've never them, I've right? never had that watching RSL. Every time like not consistently, right? No, I've never had this the feeling of like oh they just scored a goal in the ninth minute. Oh, well there goes that game. Might right. as well go home. That was always the mindset and the vibe that I watched, especially on the road, right? On the road, hundred yeah. percent. But especially now in Portland. Yeah, but stupid Portland. But this team now is <laughs> is making us, you know, believe and they're they're really stepping up. But it's also just a little bittersweet because when you get to that point where you're just like, okay, just two more tweaks and then we can be enjoying every single game we watch. You know what I mean? Like it's right on that precipice of just glory. just a little bit of more glory. You want to say is, glory, don't you? Really, really, I want to say that this is like. A couple more changes, and this is going to be the best RSL team that they've ever had in general. I, I think across Overall, the board. Yeah. Across the board, no matter what. And I like that a lot. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. that we're pushing for that level. Yeah, and- because it's the only good Utah sport <laughs> we're, we're ever going to have. <laughs> and at the same time, I think Pablo's mentality is if you're in and we're winning, we're leaving it like it is. We'll tweak it once the league figures out what we're doing. And that's fair. I, I, think, I can't disagree with that. If it's working, don't break it, even if you have a good player coming off the bench, right? Yeah, I, and I think we've seen that with Schmidt, right? Yeah. He started. Good adjustment. Did well. Uh, was playing forward, got forced into playing in the back in a, in a position he's not That's comfortable with. with, with and he was given all the chances, and now he's doing a great job with the Monarchs, I think. No, I, he, he got loaned out. Didn't you, did you hear that? Oh, no. Yeah, I think he got loaned out. Was that a rumor or was that confirmed? I, I didn't. We're, I thought I heard it like it was I'll done. Check, I'll check during halftime. Okay, thanks. But, yeah, I think he got loaned out to, to get playing time at a USL club. Okay, but I, I, I could remember. be wrong. I could be wrong. Could have been uh, Barnby or Wolfler or whatever part of the Blitzer Circle of clubs. Yeah, I think I think I am barely remembering something like that. We'll figure it out. But, but yeah, you know, he's not he here. wasn't on the field, so yeah. it's hard to talk too much about him. But one know? one player that uh, I was impressed with during the first half, Jasper Loffelson, seemed like he was everywhere I in agree. the first half. He was. He's doing really well. And we have a late breaking update. Breaking news. Um. Oh no, that's old. Sorry. Oh no! Oh, it's no. Uh, loaned out uh, to Phoenix Rising FC. That was oh, okay. that was last year. That was last year. Yeah. So yeah. so he's just gone. <laughs> we don't know. Not in the eighteen. The Mandela effect is the thing. You know, just, right? If they're not in the eighteen, was he on our team? I don't know. His name wasn't fan. Schmidt. It was actually Caldwell. You know what I mean? It just it's weird how we remember things. <laughs> anyway, the yeah. point was that he was given the opportunity to stay in the starting lineup, and. And the last time he played, he got 
almost gave up two goals in stoppage time, and Mac Matt and, saved him. And I'm sure he's a great guy, but that, yeah. just using him as an example. And also, too, he wasn't playing. He played better when he was playing in a position that he's comfortable with. So. Yeah, wing back or outside mid is his And that's just not position. something that we needed him. So. Well, and we just signed two new guys yeah. to come in and be those. And he wasn't starting before then, so yeah, he's kind of getting pushed down the 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 roster page a little bit. But you know what? He had his moment of glory in in New England, and you know what I mean. Like, don't, we don't want to. Yeah, you he'll, know, he'll probably throw figure him it out in the bin. And, but yeah, just as long as he keeps out. playing, he'll get another shot. Well, he is still in the MLS. You know, still on our team. I, but, yeah. I didn't even get there. Still part of the boys. <laughs> Laffelson though was Ooh. I've really been impressed with him. He was all over the place, tracking he's back. A, he's making and it he's hard. effective all over the place. It's not just, oh, he's there. Oh, he's there, not doing anything. He's he's there, and he's doing something. Yeah, he, he drew a couple fouls, and that one foul on him, I was like, why didn't the ref yellow card that? Was it because he got up so fast? Because I felt like he got up pretty quick. Yeah, he got up quick, but he was still like, ah, ha, ha. He was like yeah. stretching, and I don't know. I was like, dude, that should have been a yellow. That, uh, was, that was a Ted Uncle moment. It, it, it could have been a red. If he would have stepped one more step, it would have been a red because he would have gone through his legs. But instead, it was like a swooping, sweeping, crash bang, which when I played, I love that play when you tackle <laughs> someone like that and just clock them, right? No, and, and they could be eating turf, well, grass no. or whatever. I never played Surface center back. You play. Yeah. Yeah. You ever line somebody up, though, and just like, like, I did flip somebody because we both went for the ball, but he was like half my weight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it was That'll inevitable. But. So anything else on the first half that really there wasn't a lot going on? We can talk about, uh, we talked about, mentioned the goal with the funky throw in. It was, I thought it was supposed to be over your head, and it was clear on the side. That is such a weird rule because the whole both feet on the ground is like, like what is it like uh, uh, traveling in NBA? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's unless it's seldom egregious, called. it's not going to get called. Yeah, unless you run three steps onto the field and throw it in with one hand, they're not going to call it. But even I was just watching a UEFA Nations game, and he moved twenty yards for a throw in. <laughs> right? I was like, it's the <laughs> most under refereed part of the game. That's why they should have little lines every five yards. And wherever yeah, the ball goes dashes. out, that's where you have to stay in. You know what? That's, that, that's not a bad idea. I'm sending an email. <laughs> you take this to the top. T- send it to the Supreme Court of UEFA. Wait, UEFA is just Europe. <laughs> they have a Supreme Court too? FIFA? Okay, just send it to MLS. Then. We'll start it local and we'll work from there. We'll just go put those lines on the field for uh, Real Salt Lake. I don't know if they'll let us on the field, though. They're pretty particular about the pitch out there. It's true. Yeah, it will. It is a really nice, nice pitch. It's a beautiful pitch, not like the uh, carpet. Gosh. What watching carpet? The, right? Yeah, it's like <laughs> church ball. That's like exactly. you're playing in an old church on carpet. Oh that's my ex- goodness! That's exactly what I was thinking about during the game watching that. The carpet. The ball doesn't bounce. True. It doesn't. It like skips oddly. It's like when they play on a pitch with water. The the, the ball will roll and all of a sudden stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you notice that during the game. You just kind of s- catch up on something and stop. Dude, they had a Zamboni come out at halftime. Like you a straight-up Zamboni, right? Like, what? Come on. If you had to, 
Like you're doing it wrong. You live in Vancouver. Well, that's probably why, though, because it's so cold. But you live in Vancouver. It's a coastal city. It's grass grows there. Like, why are we? Grass grows. I mean, like Portland, well, Seattle. These are places where grass grows freely. Why are we all I, turf? I think, I think we've on. entered halftime without saying we've entered halftime. Yeah, I'll calm down. I apologize. No, yeah. it's all good. Let's continue this in halftime. In halftime. Where's the whistles? <laughs> There we go. Two whistles only <laughs> into halftime. So we made it into halftime. Uh, nobody got rug burns. <laughs> or or did Lawlson did. Oh, I know. I don't know if he was dump trucked in both halves or not. Or dislocated fingers. But then I think that's why when Julio came on, he was wearing the thigh highs. <laughs> oh, that's oh a, that's, yeah. I, I love Julio with the socks up. I think oh, he came Julio. a little too late, honestly. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, we yeah we can talk about the subs, but uh, I do like Julio in his fashion statement. It's funny how socks go up and down, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, at one Thigh point, highs though. Come on. At one point, you know, people wearing socks. Uh, it would they covered your calf that was way too high. Right, you got to show off yeah. your ripped calves because yeah. you're a soccer player. You're right? not cool if your socks yeah, go you, up to your yeah, knee. Yeah, your, your guard is like low. this big. Yeah, like you got far the, four inches. You call up your six year old <laughs> niece or something and borrow her shin guards for the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But now it's the opposite. It's all the way up to your thighs. Anyway, um, yeah, we started off with a bang in the second half. It felt like felt like the game started to open. We're not up done a with halftime. Oh, you are so high. What are you time. doing, man? All right, go back to halftime. Back you, got to halftime. you got something planned after this, don't you? Back to halftime. Like, let's get through this. <laughs> My wife was wants me home by nine o'clock. <laughs> I don't even know what time it is, man. I'm having too much fun. <laughs> we we haven't even done orange slices. No, orange slices. We haven't done funny name. name That's the, your segment yeah, too. You're trying to. Well, you're... <laughs> I'm ready for it. But you guys go ahead. Orange slices. Where do you want to go? Orange slice. I you brought it up. Uh, before we started talking, and I th- immediately thought that I was going to give my orange slice to Miram for getting the free yellow card on yeah. uh, the Vancouver and that free oh, kick. I love that play. <laughs> it's a great play. You get the ball. The guy stands right in front of you. You get to shove him, and then if he retaliates at all or doesn't keep backing up, you get to kick him with the ball, and then he gets the yellow. It's the best. And you point at the ref. Well, can you believe this guy? Yeah. I shoved him. I kicked him with the ball, and he still kept coming after me. Can you believe this guy? So yeah, that that was my uh, my orange slice to Miram. I immediately <laughs> thought of that, and uh, I do like we brought it up before, but I do like the fact that that has been a focus from the referees from M- from MLS to eliminate some of those shenanigans that just slow down the game. Yeah. And kicking uh, the ball away. Th- ooh, I do want to talk about a part, but that's in the second half, and I don't want to jump guns. Okay. Well, we just did. We just talked about a second half yellow card. So, so let's. That was my orange slice. What about you? Um, my orange slice. Um, I gotta say, I'm just gonna give it to Cordova. He was very poised. He was very composed. I love. I love how he's not getting worked up. And it is a little weird that he pulls his shorts up as high as they can go. It's like, why don't you just get short shorts, like a four-inch seam? Right? I don't know. know. That's another fashion statement. But he's like, look at my thighs. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I give it to him. Okay. Well, I'm going to give mine to Pablo Ruiz. I thought he was solid on the ball, moved the ball well, took a few knocks, got in the ref's ear, didn't get a yellow, 
was proud of him for that, which, you know, has... has well, I've noticed Pablo seems to have calmed down a bit the last couple of games. He hasn't uh, let the uh, the histrionics, and, and he's not as demonstrative as he yeah. he has been in the past. I so think I that know. helps. I think Maybe that helps. his relationship's getting better with the missus. Yeah, you saw him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're just in a better place. Yeah. And he's not taking it out over there. Th- maybe they snuggle more. Could be. Maybe he's found it that he likes snuggling. Maybe he's a snuggle. Maybe buddy. He, she was like, "Hey, do you want to snuggle?" No, I don't. And I'm just, I just want to watch Die Hard and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Limp Biscuit, right? <laughs> yeah, but no, now he's snuggling. He's a little more he's snuggling. He's snuggling and he's finding. And he's more... still playing well. He's 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 got yeah. his mojo back. Yeah. He had a good shot. Hit off the bar. Wait, second half. Dang it. Maybe maybe he almost found there, yo- almost there, maybe Tyler. he found yoga. Maybe he did. Well, that's found a, serenity. It's a good point though that that pairing. Ruiz and Loffelson is doing really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it makes makes our midfield seem so much more composed and strong. The only thing I didn't like about that was that there were two guys on the other team that were big dudes that were falling over like they were not. I have is one of them name of the day. How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> Segway. That's kind of what we do now. We kind of guess which one's it going to be. Who is Tyler going to nicely poke fun of? No, what? It's the Respect- best worst name of the week. Respectful. It's best and worst. So, you know, it's both, right? <laughs> and the award goes to... Player details? Leonard Owosu. And that is because he was so soft. Every time we got near him, he'd just fall over. I was like, what is wrong with this guy? Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, Leonard Owosu, 5'11", and it, they list him at 159, but he's clearly a buck 70 or more. He, he's thicker than a lot of the guys out there. I don't, I don't think he's 159. Come on. Maybe start of the season. But he is from Accra, Ghana, which is the capital of Ghana. For those of you that don't speak Ghanaian. Ghanaian? That was just made me to try that. For those that don't speak French. Is that um, we can, we can do, speak in the We Ghana? can have our fans. Anyway, so he's a central it. midfielder. He's right-footed. He's an international spot on the senior roster. And uh, he typically plays the center of midfield, but he was kind of playing on the left. And uh, he's 5'11", which is tall for a soccer player. And in, you pronounce his name, Owusu. And, uh, That's a fun name. It is. It's fantastic. And I just didn't like how easily he fell over every time we touched him. What a nard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you might have, might have gone with a Jungworth. You that, know, that's the dude who dislocated his finger. Was that too obvious? <laughs> Jungworth drives me. Yeah, there's too many jokes associated with Jungworth's last name, mm-hmm. so I just thought I'd go with a Wusu. Oh, it's 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 a it's a it flows. Yeah, like, I can see it. A Wusu. Oh, the way you say it, really, yeah. Maybe that's what he does like to his women as he walks by. Oh yeah, and they're like, uh, I haven't talked to a woosu in a while. <laughs> he does have so good hair. Good hair. A very good hair. I was going to say hair game off the charts. Yeah, yeah those of that. Bleached, I wish I had hair like that. Dreaded, and pulled back into a ponytail, and flopped back on top of your forehead. That's pretty good. That's amazing. 
And it looks good when he runs. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can always pick him out from a ways away. Or a woo Just like DeAndre Yedlin today against uh, uh, Uruguay. He had the uh, green hair going. Oh, like Marcus Smart for the Celtics? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Or like, uh, what's his name from Austin a couple weeks ago? Or Jim Carrey when he was in The Mask. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> or the Joker. All right, we spent way Batman. too much time oh, on Best Worst Name of the Week. It's fine. What other segments do we have for halftime? Um, whose line is it anyway? <laughs> no, Just kidding. I no, I think that was, those are basically what we have. We use. I don't know if you know this, Tyler, but usually at halftime we give out orange slices. Okay. You do your name. <laughs> yeah. What and else? And then we just kind of talk about whatever else comes up. Um. Yes. Oh, structure. So, Good. Jersey Thanks. time. Yeah. Yes. Jersey. Jersey of the um, week. With pride being yesterday, uh-huh. I want to talk about the jerseys, the pride jerseys. Okay. Um. The monarchs jersey. Is quite good looking. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen? Tell it? us about it. Oh, it's awesome. It's got like three black stripes, solid black stripes that go to um, from right to left, and then it's got like the rainbow, like it normally does. But then it's got like this weird like schmear thing. Schmear. Schmear thing on okay. the bottom left of it. For those of us that don't speak Yiddish, what's a schmear? A schmear is where the design <laughs> kind of schmears out. You know, like when you schmear. <laughs> Peanut butter jelly. Yeah. Oh, it's gotcha. not. You're like that's not jelly anymore. That's peanut butter jelly, and it's all schmear. Okay. That's the schmear. Gotcha. And uh, funny that that's how I used. Was it me that used to say it clear with schmear, or was that my sister? I can't remember. It's been so long. You know, isn't it great they have shared memories like that? Sometimes you, when you're around someone so long, you're like, wait, did that happen to you or me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, those those are some cool jerseys, and then even the RSLs one is is a really clean one. Well, and even the matchup there, I don't know why Vancouver wanted to be white at home, but hey, you know, more power to them. Yeah, that's great. We got to wear our red on the road, see, but that's it the thing though. On us, so I don't know. We do so well in white. I don't know what the statistic is. I think we need to find that out because it feels like every time we win, we are in white. Oh yeah, look. Oh, there it is. That monarch. Ah, uh, gotcha. It kind of has See the black schmear? stripes going on in the Sh- rainbow schmear. background, schmear, yeah. almost like galaxy starlight in the background. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah. And we were just talking a little bit ago. Um, we think that RSL needs to have just a ridiculous way out there third kit every year. You every know what year. I mean? A ridiculous one. Well, like, yeah, they give it to an artist. Like, you know, they don't have the corporate people. Pick it out like they normally do, and they no have approval. An, they have Just an actual artist that does blanche. it. Because there's some cool designs out there. There's really cool jerseys that no way RSL would ever touch. Because for some reason, I'm gonna talk to him. I'm gonna I'm gonna get Trey back and be like, Trey, who's in charge of the jerseys? Because we need to get him on the podcast and grill him the whole time. Yeah, because if it's Adidas, <laughs> I'm gonna be mad. This Adidasler guy, really? Adidas, stop it. It's too bad. But yeah, nice. But they are good looking, and the RSL Pride kit. That's what is. I just said. You yeah, but the it's, Monarchs. But uh, well, no, then I said it's not a okay. kit. It's a it's They're, a pre a shirt game shirt. Yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah. Not technically a kit because they don't actually wear it on the field. That's what I'm saying though. That that's what they should do. They should have it where they just have a ridiculous jersey that is their kit that they use. Oh, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we did have another vote for favorite. RSL kit ever. Oh, yeah. Uh, 2012-13. We were informed by Sam. Yeah, younger brother. Um, uh, the red jersey with the blue sleeve. 
Yeah. One blue sleeve. One blue sleeve. Yeah. And a white with one blue sleeve. Yeah. And yeah. That it looks kind of fin- cool. Fantastic. I have that sleeve. one. The white one. Oh, not in long sleeve. The Short red, sleeve. the red one with the long sleeve. It's pretty clean. Yeah. 2012, 2013. Yeah. That's good Still not jersey. as good as Andy Williams era, but right. It's the, up there. The blue sleeves with the yellow stripes on down. Oh them, yeah. With the long sleeves and Andy Williams in them. Yeah. It's like my. <laughs> it's literally like my. So hot. My memory of him is just in that jersey doing some cool stuff. Oh yeah. He was. He, he was, was fun. The bomber for sure. Yeah, he was fun to watch. So. Now are we done with that time? <laughs> All right, let's start the second half. Now, before we start the second half, I want to take just a second. No, no, no. As we start the second half, apologies. As we start the second half, I want to talk just for a second about kickoffs. Kickoffs have become like a, a whole new cult following in the in MLS, and I think it's hilarious how around the world we're taking kickoffs so dramatically different than before. Used to be we'd walk up and have two guys standing next to yep. each other. One guy would tap it to the other guy and would go, right? And now, have you seen the, the crazy kickoffs people are doing? Goes to the center back? This is just so okay, so the the latest one is most of the time the guy taking the kickoff just kicks it straight back to the center back and then the center back lobs it into the box. It, or forward and by then nobody's there one in a million it no one no one gets it no one's there no one's fast enough no one's close enough to it and so then they're like okay so now we're going to kick it to the center back he's going to kick it to the other center back and that center back's going to loft it in so we have more time to get there right works one out of 40 times uh, that someone gets on the end of it less than that yeah so then they're like, okay, now let's change it up, right? Let's fake like we're going to the center back and go forward. And if you watch the kickoff to the game, that's how kind of how it went from Vancouver. <laughs> it was kind of ridiculous. Were, like four different people moved in six different directions, and RSL just stood there. It was like, <laughs> what are you guys doing? And they passed it like two feet. And I was like, that's so funny that we didn't react to any of their shenanigans. And yet... if. Anyway, it's a phenomenon. People are starting to do some crazy creative things with kickoffs, and I think that we should we should get one. So I'm calling on RSL to start doing a more creative kickoff than just get it back to Glad and let him kick it forward. Let's just have Glad do a celebratory dance. And we did have the second half kickoff, so that's how it tied in, too. Oh, I love that. Look at that. The start of the second half. So There we go. And we're back. Okay. <laughs> Second half. So then uh, Caicedo got a yellow card because mm. Miram shoved him and kicked the ball off him. And then Miram got a foul <laughs> and a yellow card. Wait, no, no, no. Before that, we yeah. equalized. So on that goal, before the goal, right before the goal, we scored. Yes. We scored. <laughs> we scored. <laughs> we scored. And Cody Cropper saved it after we scored. He hit it out, mm-hmm. which is fair. And then we recycled it, and then we... Really scored again. Thirty so, seconds later. Yeah, and so Miram took it off of uh, uh, the right back. He just kind of snuck him behind him. Oh, didn't even in. look like he knew. Didn't it was even there. see him. Yeah. yeah, Miram ghosted in, and then I love what Miram did to finish. He, well, he took looked, it off his thigh. Yeah, he he looked over like he was going to open up his hips and go far post, and so the keeper jumped like he was going to go far post. And then Miriam's like, slot in front post, sucker. You didn't cover the easiest post to score in of all times. And I love that from Justin Miriam. That poise with the ball in front of the net has been somewhat lacking for RSL this year. And so for him to have that poise 
and just be like fake far post and tap in near post mm-hmm. it was just classy for me. But let's go back to the the, the Cordova goal. Yeah. Cordova. Yes. Cordova header. Yes. Ball served in from the wing. Good service. Headed on goal on frame. Cropper goes nuts. Great backwards. save. Full vertical. Oh wow. Or horizontal. And he's uh. He's he, the backup to the backup to the... Yeah, he's like the pool goalie pool for goalie. MLS. Yeah, he's the second pool or third pool goalie. Anyway, dead looks, pool, the dead pool goalie? <laughs> mm. But he no, looks we like... We don't know how funny he is. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> We should probably interview him on this podcast. <laughs> he's super sarcastic. <laughs> but he looks like a goalie and he plays like a goalie. And that, no matter what, I don't know if it was went in or not because he was outside a step outside the line but he did have to reach back way back and shame on mls or whoever sets up the games why can't we have a camera on, on the, the goal. goal line come on how hard is it? are they, what year are they afraid are we we're in? gonna score too many goals if we do that is this is it a canadian thing no it's just an mls thing I know, and where well, the games well, are broadcast. Some games, some they games have, have corner cameras in the goal, and we can't get one on the line. Really? Yeah, I, yeah, I wonder if it, it. Really? I wonder if it comes down to production because they mentioned ESPN. I think Dunny was saying when they do ESPN games, they have cameras on the goal in the corners, but. So ESPN's the only one that can set up a camera see, on the, the goal see, line? that is the problem. We can't draw a straight line without ESPN? Come <laughs> no, on. no, no, no. Really? That's, we need KSL to do it? That's the problem, <laughs> that the cancer that is the KSL app has moved <laughs> so far. It has reached Vancouver, Canada. I almost spit my water out. <laughs> that is the problem. We need to find out where KSL is getting their connections and put it to bed. Get a couple GoPros, put them on a corner. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, let's geofence this thing. Costco's got sales right now. Let's just KSL, come on. Point them at the nets. Get my, I'll bring my home camera next time, my doorbell camera, and I'll put it but, on the line. You just, you just see the fourth ref run down there would you grab the gopro even even better you just you just make it like one of the promotions right right and you have a fan stand there with their phone <laughs> and just point, point at the goal line technology <laughs> sponsored by jimmy <laughs> jimmy are you going jimmy technology? how you doing <laughs> just in the corner here uh, yeah nice to see you guys <laughs> All right, who Good wants time. to stand on the goal? Who wants to stand on the goal? All right, don't 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 kick me. I'm right here. Oh, I'm sorry. And then every every guy taking a corner kick has to high five Jimmy, <laughs> right? Because he's goal line technology Jimmy, for the day. Jimmy, you're my man. I'm sorry, Dave. You can't stand there. You have a flip phone. <laughs> <laughs> no keys are reliable. <laughs> It's about pixels, man. It's about <laughs> pixels, pixels, Dave. Sorry. But yeah. Why can't they just get a camera on the goal? Oh my so goodness! You don't need the technology, the goal line technology, which is really there. cool. Just put a camera there so you get a good angle, and you can look at it. And, and if it's not clear and obvious, don't score it. But if you just have a crappy camera angle all the time, then that's on you mm-hmm. as a league. Yeah, as Come a league, on, MLS, a multi-million dollar league. And they're and who do we need to talk to to get Dunny and uh, Dave, DJ, DJ, David James yeah. to the games? I I think that's right? a, I think that's an RSL. I don't think it's a I league thing. I think it's an RSL. It started with like COVID, and now it's 
well, carrying on way too long. Maybe they're, they're just like, this might not be in the budget. We got to get Anderson Julio back. Um, we got to get Salvarino. <laughs> and let's sign this kid Luna. All Is right, Dunny you guys that stay home. Important? I right? mean, really. <laughs> yeah. So it started with yeah. Dear Leader DLH or whoever the, the former guy. Whatever that guy's name is. Um, <laughs> who stopped the traveling. So I don't know if it's an RSL thing, but it would be nice if they were there because a couple of times, like, well, didn't see it. Yeah. But yeah, get the camera on the goal. But the thing to, to remember, though, we're gonna on remember that. This. We're going to remember this. Okay, I got my. Remember this. Remember. On. Remember. Because we don't want to be talking crap about Pablo all the time. We want to give Pablo Ruiz some immense credit. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've stopped. That goal because yeah. it came out and it ended up rotating around and uh, came to Pablo and he was about midfield and he sends a he sends the pass in off his cultured left foot cultured and literally almost drops it right on Miram behind the guy the defender but it goes off the defender Miram's right there goes in like you said and I'm telling in. you the misses the misses must be doing something but he's that relaxed he's not Beautiful yeah. pass. Yeah. It was beautiful. Be- beautifully weighted. Yeah, Miram Miram took it away real easy and nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So smooth. It was like he was a smooth criminal because he robbed the guy. <laughs> oh! And he's a pretty young thing. What? Pyt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, and then uh, they made a bunch of subs. Well, not yet. Not yet. First, Miriam got a yellow card two minutes later, and then Gauld subbed out or well, subbed Bearhalter, in for Barhalter, some, right? Savarino went in. We actually made the first sub. Oh, yeah. Savarino came in for Chain at 60. Yeah. And he was probably going to come in sooner, but we got the goal. Yeah. Well, they, they, were, yeah, they, they, were, they mentioned it. They but, mentioned that they were going to come in at half, um, that Chang was only going to play the first 45. And so that he was going to have a full 45 minutes to play in. And. It could have been great if he did, but I mean that's always looking outside afterwards. Yeah, and on the broadcast they were even making fun of the ref for two yellow cards, one stoppage for an injury, and zero minutes of <laughs> added time in the so first they, half. That's the question: Who decides the stoppage time? The fourth so, official supposed to be the fourth official, right? Okay. Oh, I thought it was the official on the field. The well, center it could official. be. I guess maybe maybe they can. For a little bit? I don't know. I don't know, but it was kind of crazy. I don't know how you get zero minutes of stoppage time in the first half after that. And then only three minutes of stoppage time in the second with a, a two, well, a goal. A ton of two well, goals. Is this a, is this a seasoned referee? Five subs. Uh, he has about his 19th. So it's fairly new. He's okay. I mean, he felt. I think it was his fifteenth uh, appearance as appearance a ce- in the center. Yeah, in the center. John See, Freeman. I just don't feel like he was comfortable i feel like he was slightly scared to make a call you know what i mean like he was he was quick to pull the yellow on us it felt like but i mean that that was kind of a build-up from all these other things that he was kind of letting go you know he was he was being the the you know hey hey we don't do that oh don't do this yeah Jungworth, or he was just how did he get away with kicking us so much i know he didn't get a yellow till the 76th minute and he was he deserved one in the first half yeah, multiple wah, times. Wah, wah, crying like a baby. Yep. But uh, so Sabarino came in the 60th minute, and uh, we ended up, uh, well, after the goal. And then then in the 63rd, and they started doing their subs. 
Um, Gold came in for Bear Halter. Wow, that guy's good. And then Loffelson got his uh, questionable yellow. He gets wiped out uh, before that because he pointed out to the ref when he when he was given his yellow. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, a little inconsistent. Yeah, and and maybe it was a deserved yellow by Loffelson. However, if the other one, which was roughly the same tackle wasn't even called a foul and this one's called a yellow that's when players start to get frustrated with the referee so i understand that yeah that, that seemed like we a call- little bit of an inequity but in the end it i don't think it changed the game well i call that the ted uncle complex yeah it happens why is that because ted uncle always ruins games <laughs> <laughs> and it was interesting too after we scored made it 1-1 it seemed like Vancouver, even with all their subs, uh, bunkered some more. They they didn't seem like they lackluster were, over the ball. They didn't seem like they were interested in moving upfield. Moving upfield, yeah. They were just waiting for us, for RSL to leave an open, leave an opening for the counter. Well, I thought mm. it was so interesting. The seventy first minute, they subbed out Gutierrez and Raposo. And then in the 74th, they subbed out Caicedo. And then the 75th, they subbed out Owusu. And I was like, the whole team just changed. And I think they were they were worried about Miram and the guys coming in. And so they kind of hunkered down even more. Like you said. They're trying to – and I think Dunny mentioned it too. It's like they're, they're trying to play for a – They're playing for a point draw. At home. Which, One point at home. At home. Which is hilarious that then we – well, because their coach, Mr. Bean's cousin, yeah. is probably not the best coach. But uh, him and Miriam are apparently friends. Did you oh, know yeah? That? They were I hugging after that. the game. Uh-huh. They must be pals. Maybe their wives are friends. Well, he, they had a, an interesting <laughs> season similar to RSL last year. I can't remember the name of their coach. But he's uh, supposed Vinny to be... Saltini. Saltini. Yeah, he's supposed to be a decent guy. He turned uh, helped turn their season around. Um, I think they got into the playoffs with one, one spot above RSL, if I remember right. And they didn't start off, unlike RSL, they kind of started off terrible. In the last five, six games, they've turned it around. But he's supposed to be a real player's coach. And um, yeah. it looks like he's there right in the ship. But Yeah, Vanni Sartini, hmm. which is a fun name too, by the way. Sartini or yeah. Saltini? Uh, <laughs> Sartini, not Saltini. Sartini? No, Vanni. Vinny. Yeah. Not Greg Greg Vanny, who coaches LA Galaxy right I now. I wouldn't get those mixed up because I have no idea who those are. Well, he is the coach of the Galaxy. Oh, he is? He, he used to okay. play left back. For Remember the when National we started team. this podcast and I was like, I'll just be the dumb guy because I don't know that much. <laughs> so that way I ask questions so other hey. people that don't know much about it can also learn. Bring it on, brother. Boom. Bring well, it. Let's You're talk about, welcome. Let's talk about Real Salt Lake subs. Yeah. Only three. And? Mm. They came when first one sixtieth minute, which I felt well, was, was four. necessary. There's four. There's four. Well, I mean, the the first one in the sixtieth minute, and then the other one so late that it felt like they just that's couldn't do anything. That's the only problem. I don't have the problem with the number. I have the problem with when. So Savarino came on for Ching in the sixtieth, well, and there's then three subs total. The eighty second minute, we had Julio come in for Miram. Which, again, the the way the formation demands that those wingers move up and back a lot. So I think that's usually your first sub. And in both cases, 
I think it was but okay. However, 60th minute. That is okay, right? We're tied 1-1. 60th minute. Yeah. You sub on we, Savarino. If we are bringing Julio on, we are should not be waiting till the 80th minute. 82nd minute, right? 82nd minute. That's yeah. even worse. Even worse. We should not be waiting. Two minutes worse. Two you know what I mean? Minutes worse. That yeah. should be that should be Savarino and Julio coming on at the exact same time, so that way we have the legs. Because thirty minutes is still ample amount of energy for these guys. But you're gonna put one of our star players on with only eight minutes left. Yeah, for me that's a little late, and and it looked like a couple other players were gassed. And one of them was Bobby Wood. So I was like, why are we That's subbing him on if Miram's, one. if Miram's playing well? Why are we not? Are we going to three forwards? Is that what we're doing? Because Julio, to me, is a forward, not a winger. And Bobby Wood's not a winger. And Cordoba wasn't out on the wing, so I, I didn't know who was playing winger. But I want to know. I want to get inside Pablo's head that made him want to put Luna in for Cordoba instead of Wood. I want to know what he saw. Well, I think... They switched the formation around, and Luna went into a kind of a d- underneath, like a n- not a nine, uh, no, like a yeah, like an eight ish. Kind of changed the formation that way because Luna's not a striker, striker. He's more like a playmaker, striker. You know, like a Diego Valeri type. Hopefully, <laughs> That'd be he, fantastic he mentioned he loves like to that. play the ten. Yeah, hmm. yeah, the messy come get the ball. Be on the ball, and he really wasn't on the ball much for the I think eight he, minutes. He, he was really, in. I think he got two touches. Yeah, yeah two touches. One and then the they interviewed the him after the game, and I was like, "What is he going to say? I'm glad to be here. I touched the ball twice. <laughs> Thanks." Yeah, like Did, it seems sarcastic to me to interview him after the game. Maybe everybody else was really, too pissed. I'm really I don't proud know. of the guys. You know, they, um, it was a tough game. Uh, tough game. We, but yeah, uh, as you're saying, it. last season that was the big complaint was subs. Uh, coming late, especially when the tactical genius was in charge, they subs always seem to come late. But this season, this might be the first game where you could say, "Hey, you could question." Like, "Hey, what's going on here?" Maybe in hindsight, maybe you could have thrown on a couple more players, done it a little sooner. Because when um, Savarino came on, we had that awesome chance where he came over, he struck the ball well. Cropper had to not ooh, hold it, yeah. locked it. And then Cordoba? Cordoba was right there, dude. He's like, I'm cleaning up. But Cropper like dove, and I think it hit his face, and he blocked it with his yeah. face. Yeah, Cordoba got it off the ground. Yeah. Um, but also, looking at it again, when I watched the highlights, there's no way he could have put it below him because no. he wasn't high enough. But he yeah. was just he was he's just enough wide enough guy that there was no way he was going to do that. But what's his bucket was um, a backdoor pass. Yeah, which was frustrating to watch. He should have. He should have. I mean, in hindsight, it's easy to right, tell, right? Because right? in the but, thing, it's an open goal. Yeah, he's looking at that open goal, and then he goes, takes a step to kick it, and then his face is in the way. So, like, yeah. But if we could have had the poise to see that coming, and slide it back, do that tap in back heel. Is that what that's called? No, we don't step do those. over. <laughs> Especially not in the forty forty fifth second. second. <laughs> right. We, so we yeah, can't that, talk. We could talk about close, but, uh, Savarino. Was, what I mean is that the, that changed the game. The way Savarino was playing changed the game. Oh, the whole Julio right side. came in. That changed the spacing. Um, even though Julio didn't get a lot of touches on the ball either. Well, but if we could have done that 15 minutes earlier, I think we probably would have got one. Yeah, we probably would have got one. But I was also not too happy with Julio. 
He didn't do much. He didn't do much. I think it and was the thigh highs. You think so? Well, I think, honestly, like his defensive mindset, I mean, he was close to plays. He was not engaged in the plays. He yeah. was 10 yards. That's it. He was there. If he goes after those guys, that allows our back line to be more man-to-man, cover the line. And then also our mid guys have less to cover. That's what I think. I, th- I think he ended up putting him in at outside mid instead of up top yeah. where he should have been playing. Yeah, and I think that was a big a big uh, thorn in our Oopsie. Lion's paw. And you have to remember who that's only Julio's second game. Uh, yeah, because yeah. the first got, game he got a hamstring. Yeah, he pulled the hamstring. So, yeah, um, yeah I'll cut him some slack. If, maybe if he'd have come in earlier, he could have played himself into the game a little bit better. But for the most part, Fair. Julio is a player that, watching him last year, comes back, plays defense, is engaged, most of the time puts pressure on the goalie and is fun to watch. But but I do think it was an interesting game that uh, we should have won or and definitely got gotten a point out of. But it just just half a bubble off the whole game seemed like. Yeah, and it, to me it was sad that we didn't have um who was our other striker there? Do we have another no. No, he no. didn't make the bench. Um and might be loaned out to Guatemalan national team. <laughs> well, oh, oh Rubio, Rubio. Rubio Rubin, we can talk about him. Yeah. He is, the rumor is that he he's now hit, Guatemalan. Well, that's, he's, that's what I heard. He's going to Guatemala, but also. <laughs> no, he's always been Guatemalan. Uh, uh, playing for, he's changed it. He has changed national his team. national team to, to Guatemala, but also they're in talks to send him to San Luis, to yeah. loan him out to San Luis. Which is and, funny because we just brought Julio here from San Luis. Oh, really? Maybe the deal's already taken care of. Oh, that could kind of like, be what it it's is. Like, we'll give you one of ours if you give me one of yours. And they told two friends and so on. And then and if so you on. recruit two friends, and <laughs> if you recruit two friends. Yeah, we let that drag out way too long. Yeah. It's a pyramid scheme, man. Yeah. You let so, it drag out as long as it'll it's go, like, bro. It's like, what was our sponsor <laughs> that's a pyramid scheme? What was the sponsor called? Zengo. Zango was the pyramid that was the scheme? first one, yeah. yeah. Life Vantage is the second one. Life Vantage, yeah, <laughs> Life Vantage. They're just a friendly recruiter of... Recruiters. Aging products. Products <laughs> that, I don't know. And if you sell them and to other people segment, and you get those people to sell for you... As sponsored mm-hmm. by... Yeah. Freaking KSL. <laughs> Not KSL. <laughs> okay. So, All right. back to the game. Um, the... Let's talk about the. You want to talk about the end of the game? Yes, the game ended. Uh, I think that's what everybody's waiting for. Yeah. So first of all, there was a breakdown in midfield. There were only three guys back, and they attacked with five. Uh uh-uh. On uh-uh. on. No, you need to talk about the set piece that oh. we had. Okay, do that so first. That's off of the set piece. Um, oh, I can't remember. Set piece, deliver the ball in, gets taken off, um, and instead of coming back. We kind of think we're they're not going to do anything, and Vancouver gets five guys down, and we only have three with Herrera booking it. Herrera is coming from center of field; he's not even on his side. Yeah, you can't because you always do that when you're a defender and mm-hmm. you're running back. You always run to the center of the field, and then you defend that first, and then branch out as as accorded. Right, and they went three three on the right. One guy was coming in a little bit farther behind on the left, and Vancouver did the right thing, passed it all the way to the left, 
and Herrera had to make a judgment call, and Herrera likes to slide and thought he had the right amount of distance. He teed him up so early, though, dude. Oh, I know. And he, the, the guy, guy Vancouver knew, knew it. Yeah. He knew it was going to happen, and that's why he plopped the ball up. Yep. And that's what gave us a yellow card and, I guess, a red card. And, you know, carry on. Sorry. No, no, no. If you know, go ahead. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> what are you going to say? Um, so when he goes down down to ground, it's a great slide. It is. It's a great slide. However, it's one half step too, too late. Ball gets plopped over him. He takes him out. It's an obvious, you know, penalty kick. It's unfortunate. On the replay, it was obvious. When we watched the game, we were like... From the angle, yeah, that you were <laughs> televising, it looks like the ball comes off of... Yeah, it looked like and even he if it, it just, into Martins. Right? Even if it just barely nicked Herrera's kneecap, that is not a penalty. But since the ball complete, like cleared him, took out the guy, that's a penalty. Well, and, and he was claiming it hit him. At, right. That, he, that the guy lifted it over him, but he kicked it. But it was still as he was cleaning him out. So, yeah, I don't think he came anywhere near the ball. But they were also saying, too, because, I mean, if he doesn't do that, right, he goes up and he stays on his feet. Now Vancouver has two options. They can cut back. Now he can go outside post. If Herrera, Which is a harder shot than a penalty. Apparently. Harder shot, however. Apparently. If he fakes it <laughs> and Herrera bites too hard, now he has full range to go left or right because he's right-footed. Yeah. Or if he tries to go um, closer to the baseline. Not baseline, that's tennis. Baseline, yeah, baseline. Yeah. Baseline, okay. Let's go baseline on him. Basketball. But if they go baseline, he has a better chance for a cross. And, and that's a tap-in. That, and a tap-in. So it's like be aggressive, try to be a hero, or play reserved and have a lot of options available to Vancouver. And by and large, Aaron Herrera is an aggressive defender, which is one of the things we like about him because then he'll he'll attack and he'll get the ball in quick. And he sent four or five crosses in that were really good crosses Beauties. in this game that we should have done much better with, honestly. I mean, the one we did, and it might have been a goal, we, we'll never know because we never got it replayed. But but that's one thing with, with a player like that. You have to be okay with those situations happening because yeah. it's going to happen. But, you know, it's... Make no mistake, right? Yeah. Put it in the net, and then you, you don't have to worry about goal line technology. Yeah, 100%. And oh. that's why when you go in on a tackle like that, you have to be sure... And mm-hmm. as a defender, you have to scroll that back. As a midfielder, you can go in and go, hey, I'm 65 70% sure, right? Because mm-hmm. most of your slide tackles are going to be in the midfield. But when you're going in in the box, you got to be 100%. All or nothing. And, mm-hmm. and uh, he, yeah, definitely let the ref uh, call that. Which, in the end, I think it's a fair call, even though I didn't like it. But once, I, once they slowed it down, I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, dang it. It's probably right, and yeah, it kind of has to be a yellow as well. Yeah, absolutely. And there were – it was late in the game. They did get the – just watching the replay, they get the ball out inside their box, right? The play started clear at the other end, and there's a couple of passes that RSL players bid on, oh, and we ended up – Because we were aggressive, trying to yeah, win the game, right? And mm-hmm. end up with five guys behind the ball chasing four guys trying to uh, – with the three – RSL defenders. And if we're having good perspective on this, I love that about our team, honestly. I love going for the win and taking the loss. Because you're going to have some losses like this when you're going for the win 
And it felt like it was there for us. I had the whole game until we actually called the penalty kick. And I thought, no, that's going to go to replay. Like, I still believed all the way till then that it was still going to happen. And we we're still going to win that game. And then I was like, oh, this is a real penalty. It's going to stick. They're not going to review it. We're done. But that's the whole point of, of the game, right? Like, the, we believe until that last minute that we have a chance to win. And I, I love that about our team right now. Yeah, that it is a big change big change from last season right last season i would have been like just hold on for the draw just hold on for the draw (laughs) yeah and it's it's exciting because now we have a team that's like competing competing for three points love it rather than hitting the lottery for three points yeah hope and a prayer so good stuff we wanted 2-1 vancouver went victory and that's probably all we need to say about the game, right? Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's our yeah. That's I our mean, goal. I wish they would have like gone to to VAR and Edwin Jurasevich would have said, "Hold on a sec, let me check this play." It was a whiz bang play, and I I really think that VAR should have at least said, "Hold on, let me check this," right? And maybe they did. We don't know. He didn't put his finger to his ear at all. No, I, I think they did. Yeah, because uh, they were waiting. Bucket said check complete. Yeah, check well, complete. he did say check complete, but he might have just been being sarcastic. I didn't know if that before, was real or not. But before the penalty kick, he had his. He did. They, yeah, he put his finger to his ear. Yeah. Well, which the other, is the international symbol for VAR now? Right, right. Not not the square with the fingers drawing. No, that's no, only you, if you're gonna walk over there. You could see him waiting, and he was waiting for the call to either go look at it or. And it wasn't a red card, so that part wasn't reviewable. It was just if it was a penalty or not. Mm-hmm. And then if it wasn't a penalty, they would have withdrawn the yellow. But again, again that's kind of a crappy end. But on the bright side, for Aaron Herrera, you know, he gets a little few more days off. Which is a whole week next week, RSL's off. And the following week, they're back. And that's the game he'll have to take off. So he'll actually be off for three weeks. Yeah, so he. So that's not good. He can get his yard work done. See, Brody, you should have slid. <laughs> Brody, slide next time. Brody, Brody, take one for the team. <laughs> Let's you, get Kablon in there. <laughs> yeah, there were a couple of opportunities Ooh. where they could have stopped the play earlier and, and taken a yellow. Taking a yellow or that's another that's, thing too. Yeah, if they're if they're taking um, taking that professional foul mid midway, that's a whole different. Yeah, Beasler would have done it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I have a uh, let's have a bet. Who do you think is going to play right back? Kablan, Kablanov. No. no, I think Kablan isn't Kablan left footed. No, I thought we went through this. Kablan is both foot. Kaplanov oh, is both left footed. Oh, okay. So Kaplanov is left footed. Is that right? Yeah, because. Who? I think Kablan, the new guy, That's is right footed, but plays comfortable left. with his left and can play okay. all the positions across the back. And Kapelhoff is, is a center back. He's preferred left right, is what it says on the website. Preferred left right? Left or right, preferred side. Oh, okay. So Not who, do you, center who do you think? But it does say position detail, central defender. I would like to see preferred someone side, left, right. get right a shot it. at left back over Brody. My, I, I would love right, to see. Right it. Now, oh, you're like asking Brody right back. Who's gonna? Yeah, yeah. Who's gonna come in the next game? I think we slide Brody over to the right and play one of those two at the left. Right. That's probably a better idea. Cool. Or we could slide Brody to the bench. 
Do you think he slides that far? No, I think Brody would be. You, you want to keep as much cohesion as possible in yeah. your back line, right? And that's right. I don't that's know why you guy. have. That's why you have Brody on the team. A guy's like Brody on the team because they you can they can come in when you need them. Mm-hmm. And he has, for the most part, uh, done well this season. But if we're talking about creating a roster that's going to win an MLS Cup, Brody can be a starter, but the other everybody else needs to be a lot better. Well, mm-hmm. Chris Cablan does have a total of three minutes played on the year, so there's that. Oh, really? Yeah. He's a unknown position detail and a preferred side of unknown and a preferred side of unknown on right left footed. <laughs> so, you know, the web, the website's up to date. That's good to see. Thanks, mm-hmm. MLSsoccer.com. Thank you. Perfect. This segment now sponsored by MLSsoccer.com. <laughs> For all the greatest, latest updates, go to MLSsoccer.com. We can have an update on RSL rumors. Not a rumor. But uh, so sorry to hear about. Well, it's good to f- they finally made a decision to do something, and the captain Demir Krylock had surgery this week. Hopefully, hopefully his eyebrows come back. <laughs> Whoa! Um, just kidding. They're hoping that he'll be back somewhere by the end of the season. But you never, you don't mess, you don't mess around. No, not with the back. And not if the team issues. is doing well, just let him let him do his thing. Let him, yeah, let him get better, Demir. We miss you. 2023. We've, we've we, got a big card that we're going to send in. No, I'm just kidding. We know Have you listen to the podcast. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you and our other nine fans. <laughs> yep. Love it. And that means, oh, we could go over all the scores from around the league this weekend. So the update from San Jose. Uh, there wasn't a game. And from LA, no game. And from the East Coast. Oh, there was that one game, uh, RSL lost 2-1. <laughs> oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only game and, over the weekend. And that's because of the international break. Now, we don't have a lot of internet. We have some international guys on our team. <laughs> but, but they don't not, have a lot of internet. I'm like, where do you live? <laughs> but they, our international guys aren't starters for their national team. They're not really, except, you know, Miram. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, I don't know that they played, or maybe they... Are they already out? Iran, right? They didn't. Oh, he's Iraq. Iraq? Mm-hmm. I think. No, he's Iran. Oh, I don't so know. So far away. Flock of seagulls. So far away. <laughs> oh. And I think they had the choice. They mentioned this earlier. Yeah. RSL played on another uh, international window, and I think they gave the teams the choice if they wanted to. Because I like them playing Saturday because that means there's not a game on Wednesday. On a Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. I prefer the Saturday the yeah. weekend. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Miram. Iraq national team. I stand or sit here corrected. Thank That's you. right. But he was also born in Shelby Town. Yeah, he was born in the United in States. Michigan. However. Know your Real Salt Lake team. That's I, should, I should. He's American. Just kidding. <laughs> so RSL's next game is Saturday, January 8th. January? June. It's January? It's a long Let's layoff. Be oh too. my goodness! Yep, we got two weeks off. No, two weeks. Yeah, they two have two off. weeks off. San Jose will be here on June eighteenth at seven thirty p.m. So, moving on, we are up to the come on Crawley update. And uh, season's still over. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And we did. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, take a listen to. Uh, interview with the voice of 
Crawley Town. The Reds. Gary Smith. Gary. Gary Smith. Gary. A great guy. Yeah. Um, good interview, I thought. I mean, it could be better. I mean, I did it. So we know it can be better. <laughs> but A little harsh, but okay. A little harsh. Huh? Sure, self-criticism, but yeah. you know. I'm my own worst critic. But it was, I think it was all, all 10 of our fans that listen will have a great time hearing that. <laughs> yeah, he has a lot to say. He's a, He is a professional. Yeah, he's and great. He does a great job, and we're going to have him on moving forward when League 2 starts up. Crawley Town's in League 2 again this season. Uh, probably have him on a couple of times a month to talk about league two here at the end of the podcast or however we can fit it in and really want to set up the world cup with absolutely him. i so want to talk about england's national team with him mostly because we're playing england and wales and wales is like playing virginia i don't know it's like playing colorado it's it's, it's like right there you know what i mean like they're they're on the same island yeah. <laughs> so they know Wales really well, too. So, yeah, I think it'll be great talking to him about that come the World Cup in the fall. Yeah, so take a listen to that interview. I'd love to hear your feedback on that. And another update, Crawley Town should have a new coach this week. Hopefully it's uh, Chelsea women's boss, Emma Hayes. No, she kind of turned him down. They did seriously consider her, and uh-huh. I think they that they were going for her first, actually. And she turned him down, but it looks like it's going to be, uh, by all accounts, Kevin Betsy. Ah, the, the Arsenal. Arsenal U23 coach? Yep. He's been there for a year. Uh, I think That's he, enough experience to move on? Yeah, and he's coached around um, in other areas, and he's had, uh, had a professional career. Not much, but some. Young guy, and they're excited. Ambitious. Hope, ambitious, so hopefully that'll Sounds be like- a, a great move for him. And a great pickup by Crawley Town. And a couple other things. They had the the last final today. The the last team to fill out the ninety two teams They're in still doing the EFL. The National still League. Still doing playoffs. Yep. Holy cow. Uh, the last geez. one. England, let your season be oh over. Come on. What is this? The NBA playoffs? It's come like on. Helping the last customer after close. Just like finally like, just on, leave. Dude, the doors have been closed for 20 minutes. Jeez, everybody else is done. <laughs> so it came down to the Sully Hole Moors and Grinsby Town. What league is this? National League. The These- Moors. Oh, this is one below Premier. No, that's no, the that's champions. Well, this is national. This, this is the, the American League. Oh, no, wait, no, the National League. Sorry. This, these are the team, the two teams. Baseball. One of the two teams that come up into League Two. And from Grims- League Three, <laughs> from the National League. Oh, the National League feeds into League Two. Next okay. week on RSL Random Fan, your local rec team has finally <laughs> done their final. <laughs> and to be clear, the National League is the fifth level. Moving into the fourth, <laughs> League Two. So right. Grimsby Town, they got relegated last year. and Like you do. And uh, in a rare occurrence, relatively rare, rare occurrence, they popped right back up and they finished second. Well, you got, we've already touched on it. The one thing I wanted to talk about was what really grinds my gears is the fact that we do not have a goal line VAR, or Hawkeye is what they call it. They oh. use that in tennis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Premier Which League is has actually it. a real thing in tennis. 
It is, but what's funny is they don't actually use cameras. It's actually a, a theorem. So, like, as they watch the ball travel, it actually calculates where the ball lands, not actually seeing where the ball lands, which is kind of up in the air. That's why they were trying to get some other programs out there that better than just a camera. But um, wow, the fact that we do that not cool. have um, – oh, I can nerd out on tennis if you want me to. Well, that's a separate podcast. <laughs> But they're they're really good at saying did was that in or out right and they right. they trust and, the technology right and especially in the Premier League you know that's that's changed the outcome of so many games and right. so many you know relegations have been have been changed because of that and they and just the seeing that goal that saved saved goal from Cordova it it's incredibly frustrating to not know for a fact that you won yeah you know what I mean that. If we got that goal from Cordova, that we don't know. That could have we could have been five one, or we could have lost three one, or you know what I mean. It could have gone any way. And the fact that we spend so much money on making this um, league so so nice, you know, with VAR adding that in, yeah. having the ability to have somebody in a whole different country or state be able to look over film and then change a game. Why is it we can't just put, like you were saying, a camera on a goal line? It's an incredibly easy fix. They have it in hockey. They have it in um, everywhere else that plays soccer, pretty much. It just seems a little lackluster. It just seems like another thing that makes U.S. so far behind when it comes to such a huge sport in the world. Yeah, and we were ahead on VAR, but now we're behind on goal line technology. Isn't that almost the same thing? But it's like we're not taking the game as seriously as it should be. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. Because, I mean, even baseball, now they have the freaking, instead of doing call signs from the catcher to the pitcher, they have a thing on the arm that he presses a button and it talks to the guy, the pitcher. To t- call, you don't see that. I don't watch baseball. But. Neither do I. Um, <laughs> but I did see that like on Instagram or something like that. But I just it's incredibly frustrating when you see that like how huge the World Cup is, how how many countries play this sport. I mean, it's so much larger than any other sport. And on that note, we'd like to thank you for listening. If you've listened this far, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you are a true fan. If you've gone this far, <laughs> follow yeah. us on all the social medias reach Especially. out to rate us if you whatever wherever you get your podcasts apple spotify yeah where, google where, google wherever it is give and, us five stars and just tell like one I friend did. i did tell one friend or a friend yeah it could be either one <laughs> <laughs> or two friends if or you're feeling friends. really ambitious you know if next, you're feeling really pyramid scheme tell three you know if you're still at home working and you have a zoom meeting just be like oh sorry i gotta pause my rsl random fan podcast guys and they're gonna be like what's that and you're gonna be like oh it's just this podcast that they told me to talk to you guys about but i was trying to be more sly with it and they're Being like oh subtle. that was a good segue and i was yeah. like oh thanks man <laughs> see that's the kind of marketing we need right now Yep, rate us. And if you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us at RSL Random Fan Podcast at Yahoo.com. Or Twitter. Has anybody emailed? Yes. yes. Oh, nice. We got a lot of emails I and, and really? Twitter exchanges. Twitter seems to be the most uh, and tweeted about. <laughs> we did have uh, one, uh, not one, but one of the comments on the Facebook page. I think it was Mark Hymas mentioned the definition of nose for goal nose for he sent us the miriam webster definition of nose for it could be nose for a bunch of things and thought that was interesting so thank you mark mark i don't I like was. mark <laughs> I, he I sucks do. at basketball good job mark thanks mark sucks at basketball i don't even know what we're talking about mark hymas 
Oh, right. That's what I meant. Comment on Facebook. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because he doesn't like nose for goal. I hate nose for goal. I like Remember, we have an eye for finish. Shin splints for goal. Shin splints for goal. What do you... (laughs) You know, it still haunts me. Mile and a half in 12 minutes, 7 seconds. The cutoff was 12 minutes. Missed it by 7 seconds. Five minutes later, they said, hey, you need to run a mile in 7 minutes. I did it in 7.12 with shin splints. Wow. Yeah. You're amazing. No, I'm not. Truly That's why I'm amazing. not on the team. <laughs> Still not on the team. Man boobs were jiggling as I was running. All right. So thank you for listening. Rate us five stars. Reach out to us. And good night. Toodles. Ciao.